little endurance. But yeah, the shad spawn was going on, but it wasn't as crazy as it was Thursday. So we started out shallow down there on Douglas early, and we kind of ran back and forth between deep and shallow to to put together our limit. Pope had a had a had a bag. He had a limit, but they just never could find a kicker. Um, and that was their big deal. But all right, guys, welcome to this episode of uh, TNCBA's Fantasy Fishing. This week, the Elite Series is headed to Lake Fork. We've had a little bit of a break from Chickamauga, and we're going to roll right into this one so we can get into these picks and get going. Um, the lake's down at Lake Fork. They were working on the dam, so it's lower than it has been in a long time. It's finally started to come back up. They've got that fixed. Uh, so it might play a little bit different. Uh, the last time they were there, Lee Livesey definitely smoked him on some top water and made that play. Uh, but it's going to be interesting to see if this plays like a traditional offshore deal or if people are going to still be able to find some shallow cover. There, There's a lot of people worried that the shallow cover is going to be gone since the lake's down so far. But we'll go ahead and get started with our bucket picks. Um, Snyder, you kick us off, man. Who are you taking in bucket A? When it comes to Texas and especially Lake Fort, this has been my go-to guy for the last three years, Patrick Walters. Ah, uh, yes, definitely. I just feel like he has figured that lake out right along with Lee, but I just feel confident in Patrick every time we go to Texas. One well, of the thing is, if there's a lot of structure missing off the bank, those fish might be suspended out there where he can <laughs> live scope them and chase them around with a jerkbait, which that's what he loves to do down there is really – really chase them around. So um, I like that Patrick Walters pick. And plus, you know, he's not necessarily – he's tied up there with Brandon Polinick, uh, which is another one that you know be out there. It seems like your jerkbait guys are getting a whole lot of attention um, with this deal going on. So, But I do like that one. I like the fact that he's going to be out there chasing them around with the live scope. All right, Kelsey, where are we going? Who you got? I went with John Cox. Oh, okay. Going with a little shallow water action. Yeah, I, and and I just like to go with somebody that's got a little momentum going. You know, he's yeah, he's sitting there at the top right now. So I feel yeah. I feel like you know, leading the AOI you, you, for sure. You keep you keep momentum. You keep going. You'll be all right. And I feel like uh, I don't know. I just kind of went with my gut on that one. Just said you know, <clears throat> he's a little bit lower in the percentage. Yeah, so I want to try and play that game a little bit now. Once we get to our drain the lakes, you'll see I went a different route. But well, that's the nice thing about having the, the two the two different formats. You can kind of play two different yeah uh, two different kind type of tendencies and and play out two different scenarios. I, I like I like the fact that he is a lower pick there. Um, I do like the momentum thing too, and and that's one thing I wonder about. You know, we've had about what has it been five or six weeks that they haven't fished or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like have the guys that are having a really rough year so far, are they sitting around dwelling on that and they're in an even worse mental state going into this second half of the year? And these guys that have had the momentum, like, you know, they're they're pumped. They're still ready to get after it again. So I'm hoping that that momentum will ride because I kind of played my part here in Bucket A with a, a momentum guy right now. He's having a really, really good year. Um, he's had five top 50s, four top 35s, three top 10s. Um, and the reason I go with him is his offshore prowess on Douglas. Um, I'm going with David Mullins and I feel like with Lake Fork being down, it's not like a a big current Lake, you know, it's not the Tennessee river. It's not Gunnersville, chick, pickwick, whatever. 
like a little bit less current flow there. You're dependent more on some like wind action and stuff like that. I feel like that offshore deal might play a little bit more like Douglas um, in that aspect. So I'm going to go with David Mullins there in bucket a, he's a low percentage. I don't have the luxury that you two have. I'm sitting around 55% overall. So like I am doing horrible, doing horrible. Uh, so I've got to try to play this catch up game and, and take some guys that are uh, a little less, a little more risky. They're, they're down there. It could be a big upswing, but it could also uh, leave me farther, further behind. All right, Kelsey bucket B who are you going with in bucket B brother? I went with I went with Chris Aldang. Oh, going I mean for he fences, man. That one I am. I mean, you know, he can be hit or miss, but I mean, when you talk about big fish, that's somebody I know that swings for, and he's going to go for the. He's going to find the big fish. He's going to connect one day. It's yeah. gonna it's gonna happen. It's gonna it and and there was a podcast uh, I think a week or so ago talking about just big swim baits and stuff like that and how hard it is to have the right conditions for four straight days. Uh-huh. But the thing with him, he's one of those guys, you know, that will go out there on day one and he'll drop a 25 to 30 pound bag and he'll ride that all the way to the top 10 on day four yep. and not have to have any more big bags, but he just needs to hit it right. And I really hope that he can get the timing right because I know from things I've read or watched videos on Lake Fork, like, it's really about timing and when that bait moves up on those points and stuff. And if you hit it right, it, it happens just like that. And it don't take five minutes, 10 minutes to, to load the boat. So there we go. Big home run hitter. Snyder, who'd you go Same with? Same thing. All right. I went with a big fish guy and I feel like Chris Zaldane does pretty good in Texas. And Oh yeah. Exactly they, what I did. They made the move down there because they liked the weather and they liked the big bass. <laughs> And like y'all said, you got a high percentage there. So you, you all are not playing. You're not exactly playing with too much fire because if, if he does do bad, y'all are going to be dropping with a bunch of people as opposed to going with somebody with a lower percentage where yeah, you could really get left out in the dark. Um, I stuck with my, my kind of Tennessee guys here. I went with a Buddy Gross. And Buddy Gross down on like Eufaula years past – Throwing a big worm and stuff. I know he knows how to handle the ledges and things. I, I feel like you're trying to indoctrinate my my old technique. I am trying to. <laughs> I am trying to, and that's that's where I'm trying to live at. I'm trying to go embrace with, embrace the bluegill. Embrace the bluegill. Go with my go with my local guys. <laughs> go with my local guys close to me. So, Buddy Gross is who I took. He's a four point five percent. So that gives me a a chance at another big swing if he does good. But that's that's another that's another big if. Now, I'll kick us off here in bucket C. This one is where I took a little bit of risk because he's starting to become the new Chris Zaldane. And this is it's Carl Jacobson. And he he he'll throw mm-hmm. the big glide baits, he'll throw the big swim baits, he'll live and die by them. He basically had the fish on at Chickamauga to win the thing. If he lands those fish that he gets bit on uh with that glide bait, he wins Chickamauga. Uh no doubt about it. But, again, can he make it work for multiple days? So, I think he's going to go out there and throw a big swim bait. I think he's going to be looking for that home run. I'm hoping he gets it on day one or day two and at least gets me into that that third day, that third day cut. Um, but I'm going to go with Carl Jockson at an eight, point, uh, eight percentage point play there and try to keep my percentages below 10%. That's what I'm kind of looking at here, uh, except for maybe some at the lower side at the other buckets. But I'm trying to aim for lower than 10%. All right, Snyder, 
Who'd you take for bucket C, man? I went with a guy that I think is very similar to Patrick Walters, and he had a good uh, tournament last year there, was Brandon Card. Oh, yes, yes. That jerk bait and does offshore. So I kind of went with more offshores kind of guys, honestly, on all my picks. I agree. I do do feel like that that plays, and I I feel like I've got a taste of that too, but but I'm with you. He's got some jerk bait prowess about him. He likes the jerk bait. And it's going to be a post-spawn deal. How far post-spawn? Is there a shad spawn going on? Is that already done? Don't really know any of those factors, but that jerk bait will play, will play for sure. All right, Kelsey. I'm going to butcher a name here. <laughs> Go for it, man. We'll work for this together. Kenta Kimiara. Kenta Kimura. Kimura, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, went, I went with another Texas boy just because it's – Right? It's like, you know, I'll just – but I'll say this about some of these guys like Kenton and those that have come over from Japan and things like that. Mm-hmm. Like their finesse ability with big fish is, is impressive on, on lakes like this and stuff. Um, so I, I look for him to maybe be somebody that comes out there with like a, a different approach, you know, maybe, maybe just a little bit different technique that he's going to use to get, get yeah. some bites and stuff. But um, he, he's a, he's one that he's got, He's got him a top 10 in there. He's had had a decent run this year, and he's not a huge percentage. So you, you've got a – I like that play there from that one. Um, so that, that's looking good. That one was kind of a mixed bag. Like a lot of people with, went with Clark Winlet there, and I kind of thought about him. But he's also been like – I don't know. He's had a rough year. Um, and I don't know. Brock Mosley seems good, but I just – I feel like he is – I don't know. He's just not what I was looking for here in this case. And if, if there's a lot of timber and stuff or brush piles not in the water anymore because of the lake being down, I figured, eh, I don't know about that one. All right, bucket D. The two buckets, bucket D and E, are always hard to pick. Uh, guys are struggling on the year. You know they don't have a ton of momentum per se unless maybe they just had a really bad start to the year and they're starting to pick it up. Um, but I'll kick us off here. I went with a, a young gun. Uh, he's got a decent looking record. I think he's just had some bombs. It's like when it goes bad, it's not, it's not that great, but I went with Justin Hamner. Um, and I'm looking for him to, you know, these guys, these younger guys are not afraid to get out there and graft. They're not afraid of the electronics and they're going to spend their time out there looking. Um, so I went with Justin Hamner as a pick that is, he's starting to pick up some, he's had some decent finishes, three top fifties, two top 35s and one top 10. But once again, keeping my percentages under, 10% and I'm I'm shying away from the obvious here just to try to gain me some ground and and it may it may come back to bite me but um Kelsey who'd you go with there in bucket bucket I kind of did I kind of did the same thing I just felt ah, Lee Livesey he was he was in there with like 68% and I was just like eh, that's a very very high percentage so I yeah. kind of went with somebody that was a bottom feeder in this in this category <laughs> but I, but I mean it just Something about it just felt right to me. It's just like, pick that one. I went with Wes Logan. Okay. Okay. Well, I really don't have no strategy. Now, that's that's when I like when the truth comes out. I really have no strategy here, but Wes Logan, I like like, like the way you look. I just went with it. Kelsey, basically, what Kelsey did right there, guys, was he started scrolling as fast as he could on that mouse. And when he went up and down, wherever it stopped well, with the cursor, he's like, mm, there's the guy. No, nah, I just <laughs> I just saw it, and I was just like, eh. 
you know what? I, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with them. I'm gonna, go with I'm gonna put a little faith in them. Go with your gut. Go with your gut, Kelsey. All right, Snyder, give me a little more strategy than what Kelsey just gave me here. Okay, um, he won it last year. So ah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not strategy. That's not strategy. <laughs> he, he knows the lake better than anyone. But I know. I know. It's hard to know. go against him. I mean, it's it's and especially if anybody has seen it this way or talk to people that know what it's like when it's down this low or whatever, mm-hmm. it, it's going to be him. And, and like I said, I, I do think he's going to be hard to beat. Um, I think he's going to be, he's going to put up a really good fight. Um, so Lee Livis, he's probably got a really good chance of, of, of notching another win in his belt here uh, when we get done with, with this tournament. All right. And on to, as Kelsey described the bottom feeders here, <laughs> bucket E. Bucket E is, I don't know. Bucket E has a name in there that it's almost, it's synonymous with Texas, um, Keith Combs, but I stayed away from him too. 44.7%, but man, Combs has had just an absolutely abysmal year. And it's, I kind of went towards momentum in this case. Like, I I hope he does well. I hope he pulls through that. Um, But I went with Dice K. Uh, Aoki uh, in this one. He he's, he's has, has some momentum here. Uh, I thought about Steve Kennedy just because of the big swim baits and stuff, but I didn't want to go down that road. Uh, I really felt like Dice K might come out there with some finesse techniques that um, may save him over the course of, this, of a few days. So I went with Dice K in, in this one. Kelsey? I went with Kyle Welcher. Mm. Now, see, I I played that card so many times at the beginning, and he he'd burn me. I wouldn't pick him the next one. He'd do great. He'd I'd pick him the next one. He'd yeah, burn and, me, and that's the thing. Yeah, I'm sitting here looking <laughs> at him. He he is the highest placed person in in bucket E. So I saw that. <laughs> so that's kind of why I went with him because it's like you know he's he's not had a terrible year. He's oh, not had gosh. a great year, but you know yeah. Like, hmm. Oh man! All right, Snyder. And I went with a guy that I think he's he's having a, not a down year. He's had a down couple years, but Keith Combs. I just think if it's offshore, right? Better offshore. I think, like I said, most of my picks are for offshore guys. I think it's post bond. I don't know how far out, but I think they're going to be offshore. So gotcha. I think Keith Combs does a little better off. Offshore is what I picked. That, that is true. And, and like I said, he's got some great history there in Texas. Exactly. All right. Well, Snyder's got a hop off on us. And so we're going to let him roll through his drain the lake really quick. Sorry. And then me and Kelsey are going to take this thing home. But Snyder, really quick, read off to us all eight of your drain the lakes. Who you got, man? Okay. So, like, my main focus, I've already planned out my drain the lake for the whole year. Yep. So these guys, I went for big hitters that like to catch a big bass. So I went with Keith Combs, Ray Hazelman, Frank Talley, Patrick Walters, Clark Winland, Brad Watley, Chris Zaldane, and then Lee Livesey. Lord help. Every one of those guys are going to be swinging for over 100 pounds this week. Yeah, Exactly. And if they do, then I'll be at the top of the (laughs) (laughs) – That you will. All right, brother. Well, we're going to let Snyder get out of here, and me and Kelsey will keep rolling. But, Snyder, man, we'll see you at the, at the next time. And uh, have a good one, brother. All right, right. Thank you. All right. See you, bud. Bye. All right, Kelsey. So, drain the lake. 
I've, I've come to like it a little bit more out of the two, as much as I said, I hate it at the beginning of the year. This is where I've had more success. Um, mm-hmm. But the thing is like, I kind of went down Snyder's route and we'll do this. Well, I'll give my four, then you give four and then we'll go. But like, oh. we may all be sitting in the same bucket in the same, uh, same little I'm, play here. I'm scared how this might, this might play out. Just say it. All right. Well, basically, um, I went with as many Texas guys as I could. Okay, so we have the same roster, almost. <laughs> I'm sure. But the thing with this is, like, you got to burn them, right? I mean, like, mm-hmm. if you don't burn them now, you've got to save them till later. And I feel yeah, exactly. I feel really good about what I've got for like Pickwick, and then going up to Awahi, uh, and then going to um, to the Mississippi River. So yeah. I'll give you my first four: Keith Combs, Texas. Okay. Ray Hanselman, Texas, okay. Lee Livesey, Texas, and then not a Texas, but he's had great luck down there is Patrick Walters. Those are my first four that I've got uh, going into drain the lake. So, Kelsey, did you kind of play the same cards? Yeah, I've got uh, Chris Aldane. Yep. I've got Ray Hanselman. <clears throat> I got Kenta back there again. Okay. And uh, we live as all right. So those first four again, Texas boys. All, it just Texas, like we said, it not like I said. You, you've got to use them up, and the way way we play them out here in this drain of the lake, I feel like you can't you can't afford to waste them here. Like, yeah, there's no reason to save them per se. Yes, yeah, some of these guys are going to do okay when they get up north. Um, and then when I go to my last four. We we match up on the on the first one here, Chris Zaldane. Like I said, we know he's going to be out there swinging for the fences. He's going for a big swim bait bite. He's going to be mm-hmm. hopefully capitalizing early. I went with Stephen Kennedy. Went ahead and and burnt him through here. Uh, another big swinger. What's scary about all of this is it's the potential to go really really good. Like Snyder said before he got off of here, or go mm-hmm. go horribly wrong. And, exactly. And be ugly. Uh, my seventh one was Clark Winlet, uh, being from Texas. And then I finished up with a, another jerkbait guy, just like Patrick Walters. I ended up with Hank Cherry. Okay. Because, again, I, I, I like the way the jerkbait plays. I like the, the idea of watching live scope and stuff. Uh, and these really good jerkbait fishermen, I think, are going to they're gonna have a time this week. I think they're going to do really good. So who are your last four, Kelsey? I went with uh, Frank Talley. Okay. Clark, Clark Winlet. All right. Keith Combs and Scott Canterbury. Mm. Scott Canterbury just, is one that popped around there that I looked at a yeah. few times. And I'm like, but I'm saving him for Pickwick. I, I had him down on my list uh, to, to play at Pickwick because I think you're gonna have you're gonna have a handful of guys at Pickwick that are gonna do really well offshore. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna have this other handful of guys that are flippers. Yeah, that I think are going to stay shallow there at Pickwick that are going to have a really, really good tournament. So, I I thought about him. I, I mean, it's just it's one of those things. I, I went based off of state and percentages on this one because it's yeah. just like I, I could either I could either score really well by this or I could just die from this one right here. This is the truth because uh, there's there is a lot of a lot of percentages in there. I'm either going to do good or I'm going to do bad. Well, 
if we take a look at how things are shaking out right now based on our standings, Justin Reagan, he's leading us with 5,589 points. Second place is Fred Rutherford with 5,499. Then Cody Snyder with 5,441. Fourth place, Sean Renfro with 500 or 5,212. Fifth place is Kelsey Harvey with 5,177. So two of us that sit here, two out of the three, sitting up there in the top five representing well. And then I'm down here just all the only people I'm beating have forgotten to fill out their form one time at least, (laughs) (laughs) but I'm making a comeback boys. I'm making a comeback. So now that's in, that's in the, the fantasy fishing bucket division. Now, as far as drain the lake goes, we got Eric Smith here leading us with 8,667. Josh Olinger with 8,418. David Hall with 8,323. Cody Snyder with 8,244. And then Gary Sanders there in fifth place with 8,168. So it's, it's, there's some different names up there. I'm actually sitting up there. um, You're you're just out of fifth. Yeah, I'm just out of fifth on this one. So less than 100 points. So this one's playing well for me. I like this. I don't like it for Justin, but like to see Justin leading the bucket division, but then here in the drain of the lake, he's in seventh, like goes to show you how much of how different the strategies are there. You know what I'm saying? Oh like, yeah. Like it plays out so different than what, what either one of, they're just not the same because you have such a better percentage of people that you're choosing from with eight guys in that drain the lake to try to get you through as opposed to, having five plus and drain the lake, you're not confined to a certain bucket. You can pick anybody you want to. It don't matter. So it definitely plays out very different. Um, But that's what's going on, guys. So Lake Forks coming up this Thursday. Make sure you get your teams picked. Make sure you get all your people in there. Don't forget to pick your teams. Um, It's almost impossible to come back from those uh, zeros. But we do still give prizes out for each tournament. So – if you win one of those tournaments, you get a prize for that, and then we'll have a gift card to Tech Warehouse at the end of the year for our overall season champion. So if you're not in on it, get in on it for each of the individual events. But, guys, Lake Fork, hopefully we're going to see a few more of those century marks broken. Over 100 pounds is what I'd like to see. I don't think it's going to happen, and we're going to wrap up here with weights. What are you thinking, Kelsey? What would you put down as your weight? I said 93 pounds. 93? Yeah. All right. I'm going to, I'm, I'm close to you there. As far as my weight went for us, put, let's see what I put 95, 12. I just, okay. I don't know. They may. Um, I just wonder with the lake being down and stuff and things being a little yeah. bit different, will they get to that hundred pound mark? You can't tell a lot from watching guys, Instagrams and their, their social media feeds, you know, Sometimes they play it down if they're having a really good tournament, and sometimes they think they're on them, and all of a sudden they just disappear. So mm-hmm. even though I'm thinking it's a little bit lighter than 100, I'm still hoping that we get to watch 100 pounds get broken by multiple oh, guys. Yeah. It's always fun to watch a slugfest. So, guys, make sure that you check that out on over on Bassmaster.com. Watch along with everybody. Uh, keep up with your, your bass tracks and see what's going on with your fantasy fishing. And we will see you all before the next one at Pickwick, guys. Take it easy. See you.